0: And we shall rejoice and be glad in this day. I do pray that all of you had a beautiful Christmas. And we're looking forward to a new year. 2024. 2024. It's going to be a a year of worshiping before Almighty God. I just believe 2024 is gonna be a year of worship. And it's not gonna be just worship in the church. It's gonna be worship when you're washing clothes. Worship, worship worship when you are there. Uh on your job, in your cubicle. Worship when you worship when you're going to the grocery store. I mean, just Worship, your lifestyle, is going to be a lifestyle of worship. I believe 2024 is going to be a year of worship. And to worship God for his greatness, for his mighty acts, and for his love. So I'm going to wish all of you a happy new year. And just whatever you do, see God. Even the more. And just be anxious to worship at all times. Everything you do, you're going to do it as unto the Lord. Everything you do. You know, when you're driving your car, when you're going to work, when you're involved with people, when you're in the midst of a crowd, wherever, whenever, whatever you're doing, do it as unto the Lord as a form of worship. It's not just giving your finances. It's not standing in the choir or a church standing up doing worship. It's your whole lifestyle is going to be a lifestyle of worship. So we just thank God. Um, I'm, I am going to be going back to my uh, original teaching. In fact, I think I will end that lesson on tonight. And I'm going to be reading Psalms 139 and continuing matters of the heart and just trying to uh, just recap some of the things that I had shared in the beginning, uh, perhaps, and, you know, and add a few scriptures to finish that teaching. Psalms 139 says, O Lord, thou hast searched me. Unknown me. Thou knowest my downsitting and my uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compasseth my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, Thou knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me, my God. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. But thou hast possessed my reins. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret, and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written. which. And continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God, how great is the sum of them. If I shall count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake I am still with thee. Surely thou wilt slay the wicked, O God. Depart from me, therefore, ye bloody men, for they speak against thee wickedly, and thine enemies take thy name in vain. Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee, and am not I grieved with those that rise up against thee? I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me. And know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. So, this was a Psalm of David when he realized and came to the conclusion there was nowhere he could go where God wasn't because God is omnipotent, he's omnipresent, he's everywhere. At the same time, all over the world, you cannot hide from him. And to know that he knew us even before our substance, he knew even before we were conceived into our mother's womb. And he's letting us know that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And when the devil tries to tell you you're nothing, you're nobody, you need to just go to the scripture and say, oh no, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And marvelous are thy works. So we just thank God, because even in this scripture, he's asking God to search his heart. Now, he's saying how much he hate the enemies. You know, we have to love our enemies. Yeah, he's saying how much he hated his enemies, but now he's asking God to search his heart. So I'm sure God, when he searched his heart, he let him know he had to love his enemies. And so we just thank God for that passage of scripture that's dealing with the heart. With man, and you know, as we uh, think about the scripture in Jeremiah that talks about the heart of man is desperately wicked, who can know it, and when you think about the matters of the heart, you know it, it it's it's so much that can be in the heart that sometimes we are not even aware of, so we're going to go into prayer, we're going to pray for hearts. Conditions and and last week we last two weeks I was discussing uh, diseases of the heart. Uh, so we want to make sure that none of those type of hearts are existing in us. We don't want that numb heart. We don't want that hard heart. You know. So we just want to make sure that we are in line with God's word. Father God, I first ask for forgiveness. For anything I might have done out of your will, I thank you for the opportunity that I have to come to your throne of grace, to pray, to magnify your name, to honor you, to worship you. Oh, God, I ask in the name of Jesus that I'm lifting up leaders of nations. Lord, you are the one that can change their hearts and and the minds of kings. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we are praying for our president. We are praying for our local officials. And, Lord, we are praying for our local governors and mayors. God, we are asking, we are yet praying praying for first responders because they are always out on the front line. We are praying for the sick. We are praying for the shut-in. We are praying for the war tone areas. We are praying for the peace of Jerusalem. Lord, we're asking that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, we're asking that you would change hearts and minds and desires. God, we're asking that you would touch stony hearts and make them hearts of flesh. God, we're asking, oh God, those that are hopeless, those that seem like they're, they're victims of circumstances and there's no way out, let them realize that you are that way out, oh God. God, you're able to save them from the gutter to the uttermost. Lord, draw men and women, boys and girls to yourself. God, let our light so shine before men that they may see your good works in, in you and in us. Oh God, as we glorify your father, which is in heaven. God, we are praying for the body of Christ. Unite us. We are praying for restoration. We're asking that you would touch Pastor kenny's body, Lord his wife, his children, God, his family. And God, we are praying for the ministerial staff, all the members, oh God, of restoration. God, we are asking that you make known your wonders everywhere. Touch minds, touch hearts, touch bodies. Oh God, we just thank you, oh God, for last week, for our evangelistic service, and for each one that came out and they were blessed. And we are thanking God for the new year that's coming up, 2024. I just believe it's going to be a year of worshiping a year to go and to worship before the Lord and everything we do that we want to be so ever aware of God's presence in worship. And God, we just thank you. We're asking, oh God, that you would allow rapists, robbers, murderers, carjackers, thieves, oh my goodness, to be apprehended in the name of Jesus. God, we just thank you, oh God, those that are Get in behind closed doors. Victims of night that have been uh, violated, have been robbed, or have been, Lord, and they're afraid to come out of their homes, God. They're, they're living in bondage, oh, God. Leave with them. Give them the courage that they need, that they do not have to walk in fear. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we're praying for those on our prayer list. We're praying for Jill. We're praying for Nina. Lord, we're praying for Ta- uh, uh, Tasha. And Lord, we're just asking, oh God, that you would touch her body. And we're thanking you, oh God, for all that you are doing and have done in her life. And we just thank you for victory, oh God, in every situation in her life. God, we're praying for our daycare, our staff, our teachers, our parents. Oh God, continue to bless restoration. Let it be a beacon and a lighthouse in the community to draw men and women to yourself. And Lord, we ask, oh God, do we, uh, uh, lifting up the elderly, lifting up caregivers, oh God, we are asking that you will give them strength. And we are praying for those that have lost loved ones, lost their homes because of storms and, and so, so many of this, uh natural disasters, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And God, I just thank you. I give your name to praise. I say, Lord, let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, oh Lord, my strength. And my Redeemer, in Jesus' name, I pray. I pray for my children, my grandchildren, my great-grands. Praying for the saints' children and grandchildren, God. We are decreeing and declaring that none of them shall die and go to hell, but they all will serve you. Lord, I bless my enemies on today. Oh, God, I send forth blessings to them. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. As we've been talking about the matters of the heart, I had opened up with a few uh, quotes, and I'm going to I guess end with a few quotes and some of them I might have repeated before, but this one quote it says that we must alter our lives in order to alter our hearts, for it is an- Possible to live one way and pray another. Uh, yeah. I, I just heard an evangelist just speak about the fact that if it, you, you cannot hate someone that you're praying for sincerely. You see, so we have to alter the heart. If you've got any bitterness and a hatred and a resentment in your heart against anyone, you're going to have to let that So, in order, because the Bible says that when we are born again, that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. So, that, that love has to be exercised. And your heart is going to have to be altered in order for that love to radiate from you and from me. So, matters of the heart. A.W. Pink gave this quotation. There are two kinds of people one can call reasonable those who serve God with all their hearts because they know him and those who seek him with all their hearts because they do not know him. And that was by Blaise Pascal. I'm sorry about that. That was by Blaise Pascal. And A.W. Pink quoted this, an honest heart seeks to please God in all things and offend him in none. So we want to make sure that our hearts are aligned with the word of God. Yes, the heart is desperately wicked. And who can know it? God knows it. And God can take a, a, a stony heart make it flesh, make it lovable, make it kind, make it gentle, you see. So we, we don't have to um be so concerned, you know, about the fact that, yeah, the heart of man is desperately wicked, but when God knows the heart and he searches the heart and we pray to him and ask him to search our hearts, we are now ready to, 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 to take care of what is wrong in our hearts when he lets us know. And that's the reason for asking him to search us. Because sometimes things can be hidden in the heart that you're not even sometimes aware of until God wants them out to us through the word. And that's why the word of God is like a mirror. It, 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 it reflects what's in us. That's why when the Bible talks about putting off anger and malice and strife and all these things. So you, when we get into the Word, we'll know whether that stuff is in us based on how we feel when we're around people that have hurt us and we are thinking we have forgiven them and we still have a little twinge somewhere that's there. So we just want to make sure we're going to have to alter our hearts that God, that we will be able to be used by God. Now, this is an unknown uh, quote. It says, listen in silence, because if your heart is full of other things, you cannot hear the voice of God. So it is very important that we keep our hearts clean and pure. Oswald Chambers, that was one of my husband's favorite uh, authors, And he wrote the uh, utmost to the, uh, the highest to the utmost devotional. And he made the statement, the man or woman who does not know God demands an infinite satisfaction from other human beings, which they cannot give. And in the case of the man, he becomes tyrannical and cruel. It springs from this one thing. The human heart must have satisfaction, but there is only one being who can satisfy the last abyss of the human heart, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, there are couples and there are people that get married and they want that wife to meet their that everything, but a human a human being cannot satisfy your every whim whims and your desires. I mean, they can, you know, maybe compensate you in certain areas, but they cannot be the one. That's why it's important that when couples get married, that they know Jesus and have fallen in love with Jesus first. Then they're ready to to fall in love with each other and can, you know, live reasonable with each other because just living with another person for the first time can be scary. You're two different people, two different mindsets, two different cultures, especially when you've been raised differently. Joseph Aline says, God finds nothing in man to turn his heart, but enough to turn his stomach. A sure God to heaven. And William Law says, we must alter our lives in order to alter our hearts, for it is impossible to live one way and pray another. And that was the first quote that I quoted, but it's by William Law. It says, the neglected heart would soon be a heart overrun with worldly thoughts. The neglected life will soon become a moral chaos. Words of A.W. Tozer. Mm, My God. There is in the heart of every man or woman, under the conviction of the Holy Spirit, a sense of guilt and condemnation. Bunyan made it a heavy pack on the back of Pilgrim and he did not lose it until he reached the cross of Christ. When we realize how guilty sin is and how condemned is the sinner, we begin to feel the weight of that Lord. And when a person has been born again and blood washed, that heart has been made pure in the sight of God. When people receive Jesus, I've heard so many times, he says, like a weight, a load came off of their shoulders because of the sin that they were carrying. They were loaded down with sin, but now they are free. Andrew Merritt says, We had long known the Lord without realizing that meekness and lowliness of heart should be the distinguishing feature of the disciple. Mm. In Ravi Zacharias, time is the brush of God as he paints his masterpiece on the heart of. Humanity. Another quote by Blaise Pascal, There is a God-shaped vacuum in the heart of every man, which cannot be filled by any created thing, but only by God, the Creator, made known through Jesus Christ. Oh, I just hear the words, look and live. My brother live. Look to Jesus Christ and live. It's according to his word. Hallelujah. If it's only if you look and live. We have to look to the author and the finisher of our faith. We have to look into his word daily. We have to read his word daily and let that word reflect what's in us what's in our hearts what's in our minds every day we have to renew our minds in the word of God we don't we, we do not need to conform ourselves to the world but we need to be transformed by the renewing of our minds hallelujah august augustine says Where your pleasure is, there is your treasure. Where your treasure is, there is your heart. Where your heart is, there is your happiness. If you're happy in the Lord, happy in Jesus, (laughs) I am happy in Jesus alone. Proverbs 27, verse 29 says, As in water, face reflects face, so the heart of man reflects man. Mm. So we want to make sure that we keep our heart pure. God loves us with a great love. The man whose heart is bursting with a passion for the impossible. And these were the quotes and words of William Booth. God loves with a great love the man whose heart is bursting with a passion for the impossible. Or we know that all things are possible through Jesus and we are believing for the impossible. So we just thank God for this teaching on matters of the heart I hope that it blessed you and something was said to encourage your heart and for you to examine your heart in light of God's word. And I'm going to leave you with this Philippians 4 and 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. God bless you, and may the Lord keep you in the name of Jesus. If you've never accepted Jesus as your personal savior, you can repeat this prayer after me. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I confess that I am a sinner. In need of a Savior. Jesus, come and live on the inside of me. Wash me with your blood. Purify me. Justify me. Sanctify me. And fill me with your Holy Spirit. And write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord, my master, and my friend. To the backslider. First John 1 and 9 says, If you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive you of the sin that you confess and then turn around and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So all you have to do is confess your sins and ask God to restore unto you the joy of his salvation and come home because Abba, Father, is waiting for you. He's married to the backslider. He's married to you. You can run, but you cannot hide. So if either or both of you that rededicated your life and those that accepted Jesus for the first time, you're making heaven rejoice. Every soul that repents on planet earth, the angels Lord pardon in heaven and heaven rejoice. And I am rejoicing with you as well. Let someone know that you are now a Christian. And whatever you do, always remember to tell someone about Jesus because Jesus is Lord.